Welcome to the Self-Love Archives. My name is Julia Salvia and I'm your host, your bestie, your soul sister, your self-love guide, but most importantly, I'm just like you. I'm a girl on the journey of loving herself more. It is about time we put fear to the side, we have squashed the perfection, sort of. <laughs> and I am here. Before we get into anything, like episode two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, one million, I want to share and talk about why self-love. I'm someone who goes against the grain. And if you're an astrology girly, I have quite a bit of Aquarius in really big parts of my chart. And Aquarius girlies know. Aquarius rising, Aquarius sun, if you also have big placements of Aquarius in your chart as well. Aquarius, we do not follow the crowd at all. This podcast isn't going to be about self-love in the ways that you might have learned about self-love already. There are so many more things to it, so many more things that we need to cover, that we need to talk about. But first, if you are watching this on YouTube, hi, you can clearly see that I'm reading off of something. Your girl writes better, so much better than she speaks. And I want to use that to my advantage. Otherwise, we would be here for days upon days upon days, never getting to the point. And if you're a talker, I think you understand. I think you get it. So... I am doing my best to understand my strengths and where I thrive, what I'm hopefully going to be teaching you as well. So I've put a lot of thought into this podcast and how I'm going to go about it. And honestly, it made me so nervous to think that I would be talking on end in circles and never getting to the point because it it, it does happen. It happens not sometimes, it happens a lot. Especially when I get really excited about things. I just talk and talk and talk and talk. So in time, I do see myself growing, but for now, I'm going to use this strength, this writing strength to my advantage. Okay, so why self-love? I've been a beauty influencer since 2012. I've been a beauty influencer for a long, 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 long time. An influencer for a really, really long time. And we can talk about this in another episode, but influencer is not my favorite word. It's not a term I like to coin myself. I like to call myself a creator or creative in place. Either way, there have been so many moments of transformation that I've had behind the scenes that I've always wanted to share. And sometimes I did hesitantly because of just how deep and shocking that they were. In the past couple of years though, I started sharing more of those moments. Big moments, small ones, the tiny moments where I've struggled, the thoughts that were on my mind. And the outpouring of love, appreciation, and connection, wow, just insane. The amount of love that I received from sharing these depths of my soul basically the messages that i would receive from my supporters or even strangers telling me that me like some random girl some little girl from a little town in jersey 
altered even slightly their day or a moment where they struggled or a chapter that they were having difficulty getting through. Like I, I helped them look at that in a, a brighter light. I helped them get through it. That was just insane to me. And it continues to be insane to me. It became so overwhelming in the best way that I realized I was doing something right. And every single time someone reaches out to me, it makes me feel like I'm doing something right. It reminds me of my purpose as to why I'm doing this or why I'm here and why I'm talking about this. It felt so much more purposeful to share meaningful content that helped others in a deeper way than it was to share a foundation routine or my favorite lipstick. And there's nothing wrong with sharing my foundation routine or my favorite lipstick, but there's just something about sharing something so much deeper and so much more meaningful that completely changed the way that I was creating content and why I was sharing it. My soul knew all of this way before I did. Like I'm talking like way before, like years before I did. Because for the longest time, I struggled so much to sit down and film and create. And I was so used to creating makeup tutorials and hair tutorials and, and sharing my skincare routine and all of these things. I was so used to that. And it had become such a routine and I was, I, and I am like a successful beauty creator, but it was so difficult after a while to sit down when I was in my own space with my own self. No one else was there, nothing else was going on. And I'm like, I have to film, I have to create. And it was so difficult to just sit in the chair and film a makeup tutorial. Because I would just continuously ask myself, like, why am I doing this? Why am I creating a foundation routine when there's so many other things I could be talking about and creating? And I think part of me thought that it was just my, my subconscious thinking that, oh, no one's going to give a shit about my foundation routine. No one's going to care about this new palette or this lipstick. And sometimes the views confirmed that thought for me and other times i'm like no this is how you became a content creator this is why you became a content creator because people loved all of this stuff from you but at one point i just continuously felt such it, it was just such a struggle to sit down and create that type of content that i knew something wasn't aligning and something wasn't right it was in that moment of unalignment when my entire career got flipped upside down the entire thing every video or post that i shared that was purpose-driven or that dived deeper into a part of my life it always came back to self-love every single time because in most of the moments of my life where i've struggled it's because i didn't love myself enough or because I thought I was going through it alone. After sharing what I've shared, I realized I never was going through it alone. We're never alone. We're never going through 
these struggles, these moments, and these chapters in our life alone. There is someone out there that has felt this same way, has experienced similarities to what you've experienced. You're never going through it alone. I need a little espresso martini. One sec. <laughs> so good. So, so, so good. A horchata espresso martini, if I'm being more specific, but I digress. There are truly so many pieces to unpack in the journey that led me here. And we are, of course, going to get into all of that. It's part of the archive, but we're here. I am sweating, girl. <laughs> Is this what happens when you film your first podcast episode? You get nervous and you start sweating like crazy, but we're here. We are here. If you couldn't already tell, I am an astrology girly. It's one of the many beautiful tools in the archive of self-love. And I know it's not everyone's cup of tea, but I want you to understand it. I want you to use it to your advantage. I want you to understand yourself more. I want you to use it to understand yourself more. But girl, do not get it twisted. Astrology is not, it is not the only tool in the archive and we do not use astrology to determine our path, determine our choices. We use it as a guide, just like books, therapy, and other things in that realm. I do get a lot of astrology that pops up on my TikTok feed. And this one video came up talking about how there are specific degrees and placements for different things like famous degrees. And the entire Kardashian family has these degrees in their birth charts. And whether you are a fan or not, this is where the synchronicities and patterns of astrology truly cannot be denied. Like when I, when I was listening to this TikTok, I was just in complete shock. How? Just how? So of course I wanted to know, I wanted to know, like, do I have this degree too? Do I have one of the famous degrees? Being in the public eye as a creator for so long and that has, and being someone that has created a career around being a content creator, it only makes sense that I would have one of these degrees. Otherwise, this is the, um, this is my down, my downfall. This is my downfall. <laughs> But no, of course, there are so many other things in your birth chart, patterns, placements, degrees, and, and everything that could determine and help you understand where you are and, and where you're going and things like that. But I do have one of these degrees, surprised because I wasn't, but I was actually surprised at where this degree was. Now, stick with me here. But if you are curious, the degrees, the famous degrees are 5, 17, and 29. The one degree that I have, and I only have one of them, the Kardashians have like multiple, except Rob. Rob has one of the famous degrees and it sits in his house of home and family. L.O. fucking L, okay? L.O. fucking L. Anyways. <laughs> I have one of the degrees, but it's in a placement that I actually didn't expect. 
but it is one that you will hear me refer to a lot. And that's Chiron. We have this really cool placement in all of our astrology charts and it's called Chiron. And most of the astrologers that I follow or that I've heard chat about Chiron never really, they talk about it, but they never place this heavy, heavy importance on Chiron. And I find that really interesting because when I first found out about this placement, Chiron, I was just like, what? This is so aligning. This makes so much sense. This is such a big part of this umbrella of understanding ourselves. And it almost pinpoints exactly where hey, this is where you need to work on yourself. And this is where you also need to learn to love yourself more because Chiron's meaning is literally pain and healing. It's where you've felt the most pain, where you have struggled the most, and it's exactly where you need to learn and where you will find the most healing. Personally, my Chiron sits at five degrees in Virgo, my rising sign. Hi, Virgo risings out there. Hello. <laughs> so our rising sign is a representation of our truest selves. And if you want a little tip, please, please, please. If you are reading a horoscope, please make sure to read your rising sign. I know that a lot of horoscopes will actually interchange them now. They'll say Virgo rising and or Virgo. If you are a Virgo rising, you should read Virgo rising. I feel like it always aligns. I feel like it's just, it's, it's always the rising sign. Chiron is self-love, especially when it's placed in the rising sign. Because the rising sign always sits in the first house, which is the house of self. So Virgo rising is the self, Chiron is the love. This right here, when I found this out, I was like, this is self-love, but Virgo Virgos in general, any Virgo placement, Virgo rising, Virgo sun, whatever, Virgos are truly the embodiment of trying to strive for perfection. And may I remind you as a Virgo rising, there is no such thing. I'm sure we'll talk about this in another, <laughs> another episode, another time. Please stop trying to strive for perfection. You're only hurting yourself. <laughs> so this is literally self-love, right? the rising sign being self, Chiron the love, and the degree of placement in one of the famous degrees. Now, if you're not an astrology girly, like I said, I get it, but the logic is there. And honestly, I can't make this shit up. I'm not making this shit up. It exists. And I think what's important to note is that astrology isn't something to believe in. It's, it's not a religion. I wouldn't even go as far to say it's any sort of spirituality. It's the study of patterns, and if you aren't listening to the patterns in your life, even those patterns that are not astrology-related, I have a lot of questions for you, and I think you're in the right place. <laughs> but if you need there to be a better reason why, why I'm here, why self-love, other than that it just makes sense, the stars are telling me that it makes sense, then you might be asking the next question. Why should I be teaching you how to love yourself? Good question. Good point. If you know me, then you already know a large part of my journey and how I got here and why I'm here. 
And if you don't, I promise you it's really okay. We're gonna dive real deep into it, I promise. But if you don't, I feel like it's only right for me to tell you why I'm an expert on self-love and why I am the person you should listen to to learn how to love yourself more. The answer is gonna shock you, but hear me out. I am the best person to teach you how to love yourself. Not even just love yourself, but love yourself more because I don't love myself. I'm not an expert. I don't know how to do this whole self-love thing perfectly. And you know what's crazy? It's because there is no such thing. There's no such thing as self-love. Self-love is not a noun, it's not a place. In these episodes and teachings and everything that I share with you, there is never going to be a moment where I'm like, congratulations, you love yourself, because it's not a destination. I am not a believer that self-love is a destination. Self-love's a journey. It's a choice. You're choosing to love yourself through that journey. There's never going to be this mountain that you need to climb with a flag on top that says, yeah, I love myself. That's just not how it works. We're ever changing. We're ever evolving. And that process is self-love. With all of these self-love things that currently exist, how can someone truly teach you how to do this, like how to do it? Like how to go from zero to 100, how to go from completely not loving yourself to being on a constant journey of loving yourself if they haven't also been at zero. The amount of times I almost laugh, it's not funny, but I almost laugh. The amount of times that I've been at rock bottom and have had to pull myself out of the deepest hole and teach myself how to love myself again and crawl back onto this journey or this path of self-love, I, I can't even count. I can't even count how many times. I think what I'm really here to do is to tell you that you can do that too. I'm here to tell you that you are capable of all things that encompass self-love, like literally loving yourself healing, embracing all of the parts of yourself. I'm talking the things that you like, the things that you don't like, the things that you love, and the things that you may not love that much about yourself, inside and out. Coming face to face with your strengths, but also your flaws. After listening to and hearing so much and so many podcasts and books and affirmations and social media accounts talking about self-love, the self-love that you've been exposed to, that you've learned about, is look in the mirror and tell yourself that you love yourself. And then one day you're just gonna believe that you do. When I say I'm going against the grain, it's that it is not just that. It is everything else and more. It is recognizing the good and the bad, the way that you view yourself. It is all-encompassing. We are not just here to talk about the things that are comfortable. We're here to talk about the things that are uncomfortable too. There really is no secret to self-love. It's changing the way that you look at self-love. It's changing the way that you see yourself. It's choosing 
to love yourself. So my friend asked me the other day, what am I gonna call myself? Am I gonna call myself a self-love coach? I think I almost like, I think I did laugh. The name sounds so unaligning for me. I'm here to share a journey and share what I've learned on my own journey of self-love. I'm not here to coach you through the the process. I know she meant well because sure, I need a title or a name, but right now, right now, I'm just a girl learning to love herself a little bit more and hoping that I can share what I'm doing so that you can love yourself a little bit more too. I'm so excited to start this journey with you guys, to be on this self-love journey with you. I hope you're ready. I hope you're excited. I hope you're going to take this journey with me. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you so much for listening. I love you. Hugs. And I will see you in the next episode. Bye.